0: example. Um, in 2008, when there was that financial crisis, if you were to go on Google and type in S&P 500 or whatnot, you look at that 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 crash that happened, and you look at the point that we're at now. We're much higher than oh, when yeah. we were at that that dip. And with investing early, I really do think that it can make the lives of people a lot, the financial uh, statuses of people a lot better in the future because of the power of compounding.
1: You're listening to the Restless Millennial
2: Podcast.
1: What's up, guys? Today on The Restless Millennial, Travis Fonderson joins us on the show. Travis is a 20-year-old finance student and the director of Young Funds Program. And what Young Funds Program does is they help, well, exactly that, they help young people with their finances. Uh, Because we all know young people are at a time in their lives when they want to party, they want to spend money, they want to have fun. So it's easy for young people to not save any money. And what Young Funds Program is doing is educating young people... On why it's important to start investing their money, start saving their money at a young age because they're at a time in their lives when there's not much responsibility and it's a good opportunity to start investing. So this episode provides huge value if you're somewhere around the age of 18 to 23, 18 to 25 even and uh, it'll really get you going with investing and give you some great tips to get you started. So check it out guys.
2: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Restless Millennial Podcast, the voice of the motivated youth. Today, I've got a great guest on the show. His name is Travis Fonderson, and he is the director of Young Funds Program, which is an educational program aimed at helping young people with their finances. Thanks for being on the show, first of all, Travis. Great to have you. Of course, Stefan. I really appreciate the invite. Happy to be here. So first of all, why finances? You know, why did you decide to get into helping young people with their finances?
0: Yeah, sure thing. So, I mean, financial management, personal financial management specifically, has been something that I've always even been, been driven towards. Uh, I remember even my parents would tell me back in the day when I was a kid, like anytime I'd get allowances, any type of change, I'd always be the type of kid to save it, count it up, see how it's growing <laughs> and whatnot. And um, I mean, it made sense, like like that's always something I've just gravitated towards. It's like, when you like something, you, you just like something, yeah. you, you can't really explain it. Uh, as I got a little older, started to more of those like economical type courses, financial courses. Uh, and I sort of started to self-teach myself things uh, in the in the financial realm. So things about you know personal investing, a uh, little bit how to actually get started up with investing, what stock market terms, things like that. Um, and as I got into university, I, I sort of just wanted to get in the habit of, of providing value to other people. So I, I you know I jotted down some ideas of okay, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What makes me happy? You know what can I do for other people? Um, and at the end of the day, this was this was the big idea that that I came up with and. So you
2: started plans. this about a year ago, correct? Yes, that, that's correct. And so why is it so important for young people to begin investing at yeah. an early age? Yeah, like okay. what? And what is early in, in terms, in your opinion, I guess? Right. So uh, to answer your first
0: question in terms of why it's important to start when you're young, the biggest thing is really the asset of time that we as young people hold. What too many people don't understand is that they think investing and, and, and being financially aware is just something you need to worry about when you become an adult, when you have kids, when you have a house. Really, that's not the case, especially when it comes to investing investing. investing because you have that advantage of time like the the example i always use is going back to elementary and high school math when you do those financial equations like future value present value the things that maximize that that future value is really the 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 number of years that the end value that that was being you know powered to Um, and when you learn to maximize that and realize to get that as the lo- uh, longest amount possible, that's when you can really maximize your investment and take advantage of the power of compounding, which is getting return on your initial return, right? Um, and then your second question, which was...
2: Sorry. How early, how how early, early is, yes. is not like... Yeah. what's the perfect age for people to start investing in like, our, yeah, if you're 12 years old can you should you be starting to invest right. so
0: if you're 12 years old it's actually like <laughs> you could be investing through your parents but in Canada at least you have to be 18 years of yeah. age to actually have your own investing account right. with your SIN number and identification so in terms of when actually to put in your own money 100% by 18 by I 18. think is, is, is when you should really be starting because I think you should maximize your time so as soon as you get to that time point you start if you're 12 I do think you can still if you are interested most 12 year olds probably don't even know what the heck this is, yeah. but I mean, I would encourage parents specifically to start encouraging their kids to at least learn about you know the uses of money, why it's important to manage your money, and so that they can know when they get to that point where they actually need to start. So, like, what kind of money.
2: habits do you you preach that people should kind of mm-hmm. start start to develop? Yeah, uh, to in order to like start saving their money.
0: One hundred percent, definitely. The biggest thing I definitely say is is budgeting, personal budgeting. Like, I mean, everyone at a point in their life is going to be getting sources sources of income, and everyone. is going to have lifestyle expenses. You need to know how to manage your income against your expenses to, to be building a base of wealth that you can actually use to put into financial instruments that can be gaining return on that. Because at the end of the day, you really don't just want your money to be sitting in a bank savings account. Because in this economic time period, we're in very low interest rate periods. Yeah. You're, you're really earning pennies on the dollar. Not even that, um, if your money's just sitting in the bank account. And due to things such as inflation, which is the general increase in price year over year in overall economy, your, your money's really getting devalued just by sitting in the bank, right? Just like a car, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's getting devalued if you're not doing anything with it. That's one of the things that I feel is is not known enough in our society. We don't preach to our kids. Even old people don't really, like old some older people, don't really right. understand that concept that... Like keeping money in the same account, you think that that account balance is just staying the same, but but relatively your purchasing power is
2: degrading. Right. If you're doing nothing. And with even it. banks, like with bank fees and stuff, like, yeah. like a monthly fee yeah, exactly. to even have the exactly. account over the course of a year. Because mine, I think mine is fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. A month. Yeah. And over they the course of the year, that's like joke. over yeah. you know it's a certain a significant amount. right? Exactly. So. And one of the biggest things I I would say, I remember when I was 18 years old, I mean, I wasn't in the stock market because I was scared of it. Right. So if you're a young person, how do you kind of get over that fear of the stock market or of investing your money? Because... You know, if you're a young person, and a lot of you see a lot of things around you in movies and stuff. Yeah. You, you learn about the Wall Street crash yeah. in school. Mm-hmm. And so that you develop this kind of misconception that if you put your money in the stock market, you're going to probably lose it. Right. So how do you got, kind of get past that? Well, personally for me, the, the way I get past that is, using a, a great
0: example, um, in 2008 when there was that financial crisis. If you were to go on Google and type in S&P 500 or whatnot, you look at that that, that crash that happened and you look at the point that we're at now were much higher than oh when God. we were at that that dip so being a young person this is the way i think of it i'm willing to take on a lot of risk now simply because i don't have those necessary obligate or those those obligations such as a mortgage to pay off such as um children to to pay for i don't yeah. have a family anything like that so really at that i mean i do have a family but not in the, <laughs> not in that that type of manner but if i were to lose every single dollar to my name like, obviously, I wouldn't be happy. And I'm not saying that should yeah. happen to anyone. But I would still have a house over my head. I'd still have clothes on my back. I'd still have school to go to. Why? Because I'm still under the bearing of my parents, right? I'm right. still a young individual. And even when I do get older in my 20s, I'm sure my parents would still be there to support me in some manner. So I'm fine with taking on that risk because I know I'm investing for the longer term. Right. As long as I'm investing what I'm, I'll... Um, Capable to, to to risk and to lose, then at the end of the day, even if my investment were to go down, as time goes on, it's almost inevitable that it comes back up. Which goes back to the point of why I think it's very very important to start when you're
2: young so and then another w- one of the biggest things is invest how much you're willing to use yes i like that because you know if you go all in on something yeah then you know you could be coming out with nothing but if yeah. you're if you take a certain amount of money and say okay like i'll still be fine if i lose this yeah i think that takes away all of the anxiety and stress yeah. that comes with investing
0: exactly and it goes back to that point where you said um how you can sort of prepare yourself for this is is by budgeting right. if you budget an amount to invest then it's almost like budgeting for like an expense in a sense because it's not yeah. money coming straight to your bank account so you've already
2: accounted for for that potential loss, right? So let's say you're working you're a student, you're working part-time, yeah, uh, and you're not making like a crazy amount of money, right? Like, can you can you still be making a lot of money off of your investments even if you're just working a part-time job?
0: Yeah, well at the end of the day, I mean you can look at like investment returns in, in two amounts. You can look at it from a from a dollar point of view or like from a percentage point of view. Right. right. If you're looking if you're investing a small amount of money then although it may not seem that you may be getting a large return from a dollar point of view you can definitely be getting a large return from a percentage point of view. So that's how you always have to look at it. Yeah. Um, in terms of if you're if you're working like a, a minimum wage, like lower paying job. Um, nonetheless, I, I think it's really quite important to be putting away as much as you can. Because, I mean, you're not going to be work If you're working now, that means you're taking initiative and you're not going to be earning that low wage um, your whole life, right? So getting into that habit is really going to benefit you in the longer term. And I, I don't think that's that's something to worry about. Putting in as much as you can whenever you can.
2: So let's go back to when you're 18 years old Yeah, and yeah. you want to get into the stock market, but you're yeah. a little bit scared and because there's so many options, you don't yeah. know where to start. Mm-hmm. So where do you kind of start? Mm-hmm. Right? I guess that's the question. Where yeah. do you start?
0: Yeah. Personally, uh, for me, uh, I just started to try to educate myself. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're probably in one of the best uh, like research periods of time in terms of having research tools. Google is amazing. That's how I learned almost everything that I know, with the exception of like mentors and, and, and school and whatnot. But, for example, Investopedia.com is probably one of the most resourceful. Yeah, that's impressive. You, yeah you've probably heard of it. Yeah, is one of the most resourceful things that, that they have out there. Not only do they have quotation systems talking about news going on in the stock market every single day, they have educational pieces, like videos for almost any business or financial term that you can think of. Um, and at the end of the day, I think I think things like that is what sort of mitigates the, the um, I guess, stress factor. Like, and, and mind you, when I talk about investing as a young individual, I'm not talking about... Making us a, a strict like stock analysis, looking for the fair value of a specific stock. Yeah. I'm talking about passive diversification investments, which which we'll uh, probably talk about a little bit later. But but 100, uh, I do think that, you know, it's not it's not a matter of finding the next stop that's gonna pop. It's a matter of diversifying your investments at least at least at this stage in the
2: game, so you can have something working for so, you. Are mutual funds a good idea for young people for okay, index so, funds?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I like what you said better. Index funds are usually what I lean more towards um, ETFs, exchange-traded right. funds. Yeah. Um, they're a little bit of a – well, I guess they're they're newer than mutual funds, but they're mm-hmm. very similar to mutual funds, right, in the in sense. The reason I don't like mutual funds as much is because they are less uh, – well, I want to say, yeah, (laughs) yeah, they're more fees and and they're a little bit less liquid because uh, mutual funds, they don't trade on the the, the major stock exchanges, NYSE, TSX, CSE, things like that. You actually have to go to the investment dealer that's offering them and you can only buy and sell to them. So in a sense, it makes it a little less liquid, meaning that there's less like buyers and sellers, just a little less. But... Nonetheless, that is why the the, the uh, what's the, the management fees are yeah. a little higher because they're actively managing them and always restructuring those, those portfolios. Um, so I tend to lean more towards the the ETF side, exchange traded funds, because they do actually trade on the the major stock exchanges and you can trade them just like uh, you That's know regular stock. pieces of stock. But they're they're automatically diversified through the through the managers and they're passively invested, you know, causing the the management
2: right. fees to be lower and your returns to be higher. So, who are some of your inspirations in terms of investing? Like, are you a Warren Buffett fan, or like, I mean, Tony Robbins? Like, yeah, I'm a big yeah, Tony Robbins fan. I, I loved his book and Un- Unshakable. Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. That's yeah. how I got into the stock market. Really, by reading his book. Interesting. He lays it all out for you, and it's simple. Yeah, he makes it simple.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, I mean, personally again it's sort of I sort of found out about these big name investors after I realized I was interested in investing um, but 100% I do agree very much with the philosophies of, of Warren Buffett um, I believe in that that buy and hold strategy in terms of investing for the long term um, I mean after doing research just looking at his his theories and philosophies like they're, they're, they're things that make so much sense to me and what I've you know sort of uh, manufactured into my own program with the with the YFP and whatnot so I just definitely say he's probably at the top of my list
2: So if we go back to your business, Young Funds Mm. Program, what kind of services do you provide to young people in yeah. order to educate them about finances? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, sure thing. There's actually three main avenues that, we, that we've that we sort of constructed at the Young Funds program. The first one that we had was called uh, just our content releases, right? So, I'll get up on a camera just like this, and I'll have my notes. You know, I'll, sometimes I'll have a slideshow, a video ready to go with points of what I want to talk about. You know, we we've had up to, I think, about four chapters right now that have sort of been on the basis of why. Because we want to talk about not just... Like, I believe in starting with why. I don't know if you've heard about Simon Sinek or... or I love Simon Sinek, yeah. So, I've taken a lot from him and learned to start with whatever I'm doing with the why. You know, so... I want to start off with why it's important to start investing and not only why it's important to start investing, but starting now. So those are what those, you know, four videos talk about at the start. And then the next set of videos is actually going to be be the how and what you should actually be investing in, right? So we have those content pieces. Uh, You can check them out on our website, youngfundsprogram.com. And uh, the second avenue that we have is uh, something a little bit more interactive. Uh, We reach out to other young uh, investors around the the country or they they come to us saying that they're interested and uh, they'll submit pieces about themselves and their own investing journey uh and a little bit of advice that they've had they'd have for other people to get started up with investing um again as i was sort of talking to you about uh before we really believe that that a lot of value we bring is that we're young people trying to talk to young people um, so that's why we sort of reach out to other young investors to come on board and not only show um their investing journeys but also show to other young people that this is something that they is not it. just for adults it's not just for older people like young people can be doing this as well and should be doing this as well Sorry, so
2: do you you reach out to young people who have like already started yes yeah yes yeah. like like give me, them a yeah.
0: platform to kind of share their 100 value exactly exactly so i mean we just have a couple questions for them uh to, to get them started up and then they answer that upon anything else they want to sort of uh, dish out, and we, we feature them on our website and on our social media channels. Um, so, I mean, again, you can check that out on our website. Uh, the last thing that, that we sort of do, and, and probably the most exciting and the the, the, the the most proud thing that we have going for us right now is the, the recently launched consulting services division that we do. Um, it's really fundamental consulting just for people who have had no, or no, no uh, introduction to investing before. Um, We basically have a call with them and we'll talk about like three main things, how they can get access to the market, you know, different types of investment tools that they can use, fundamental investment tools like ETFs, you know. Um, And then we'll actually refer them to public market resources that they can use to not only find new investments, but also keep up to date with their current investments and see what's going on in the market. So can
2: people talk specifically to you or do you have a team that kind of deals with that as well?
0: Yeah. So, firstly, um, right now I'm I'm the main consultant or advisor, whatever you want to call it. Uh, again, because I mean, be that as as it may, be have a year since since this has yeah. been uh, a thing. YFP being yeah. in general, I still really do consider it in its uh, initiation stages because a lot of it has been been on me like i mean which is no problem that's what i'm passionate about and i'm more than happy to take on that but i'm definitely looking to expand the team uh, going into the future and get more more um, consultants on board uh student consultants on board so right now it is just me at the moment but 100
2: looking to take on more people in the near future so there's a lot of financial services like agencies yeah. out there yeah how is young funds program different from something like wealth simple or something like that because i know that's a big one right yeah, now. yeah
0: well simple is really good um Actually, yeah, 100%. Um, with the Young Funds program, I think the difference between us and, and those other ones is that we're, we're really, we're not trying to sell you on anything. We're, we're not trying to make a dime through me. you. Yeah. Ultimately, like, like
2: when I watch a Wealth simple commercial, yeah. I know that there's a commission somewhere yeah. embedded in, somewhere. in beneath that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so, the thing,
0: right? 100%. Uh, what we're concerned here is, is I mean, yes, uh, by trade, we're We're trying to get people to understand investing. But really, at the end of the day, we're trying to um, empower young people to have a forward-thinking mindset. And if you go on our website, you'll see that in our mission statement. Really, at the end of the day, we want people to understand that the time that they have in the present is so valuable because that's the time that you can use to leverage to make your future either better for you or harder for you, right? And with investing early, I really do think that it can make the lives of people a lot, the financial uh, statuses of people a lot better in the future because of the power of compounding. And at the end of the day, if people have better futures, that makes the future of our world better. And really, that's the underlying motive of the Young Funds Program. I think that's where we sort of differ from from these other uh, financial services. Also, um, I mean, our, our end goal is to... To educate um, Encourage and empower Right Again We we don't really necessarily Have a a, a Concrete product To sell But it's more so Of a mindset That we're trying to put out there And that's where
2: I think Our differentiating factor is So when you're a young person Obviously Young people like to go out They like to spend money They like to do stuff Mm -hmm. Go on vacations Travel Mm -hmm. Are you, when you kind of help people with their finances, are you telling them not to do those things in favor of saving money, or should they just kind of decide when to do those at the right time? Yeah,
0: uh, I think it, it goes towards the, the the second thing that you're saying. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, money's important, investing's important, but if you're investing for no reason, there's no reason to even be investing. Like, we're, yeah. we're humans, we're here to enjoy life, so I would never tell someone to to, to put away their their need to have fun just to save money like I mean within moderation obviously right. but I'm not going to be the type of person that says no you're going to save all your money you're not going to do anything with it if you're just saving money to save money it doesn't make sense that's not how yeah, things are going to work sitting there, right? stuff stuff costs money in the world like yeah. like uh, enjoyment there's there's a value factor to that so you, there's a price to pay so nonetheless I mean I, I just think it goes back to proper budgeting and proper managing of your money have a fun for you know vacation, vacation and for fun. fun and have a have a percentage of that going towards
2: your investments. Right. So let's say, how much, is there a certain percentage of your paycheck like young people should be putting away every every time they get one? Right. So, I mean, that, that gets really...
0: Uh, yeah, like as a, a kid, a, mm.
2: I did 30%. Okay, okay. That's what I, I, my parents would tell me to do, you know, put away 30% yeah. because that's what you're saving for, for university or, yeah. you know, whatever, tuition. Right car yeah
0: I definitely think it um, it depends on on your your financial situation Uh, you know the family that you come from what your interests, what part of the world you live in It definitely differs um, from you know place to place where you are but at the end of the day I think anything is better than nothing really like start. i think it, yeah it, it just start it really comes down to what your own budget is i couldn't say a, like a specific amount for each person because that could you know stop another person from doing something and while other people will be like oh that's more than fine i can probably put in more you know what i'm saying just because everyone's financial situation is different um so at the end of the day i think it goes back to putting away what you're comfortable with and something that you can actually see a tangible benefit coming from in the future
2: so before we sign off for today, yeah, three things that young people should be doing to yeah. start investing. Three oh, tips for young people.
0: Yeah, 100%. So definitely the first thing I'd say is understand, like know how much money you're actually making. Like personally, I would even be taking note of the income that you're getting and the expenses that you're getting because you want to know what's left over to actually be putting in the market. Second thing is to educate yourself. Education, education is key, right? Uh, once you understand where you can put your money, you'll be, you'll, you'll, you'll be aware of like you know, what returns that you can get and that'll sort of make your, your situation easier in terms of understanding um, you know, where to put your money and where your best opportunity is. And the last thing that I'd probably say is, is uh, be ready to continuously add to your investments because at the end of the day, that's what really allows your investment to grow, compounding. You want to build interest or, or return upon the initial return that you have, but that's going to come from continuous
2: deposits into your investing account. Perfect. Now, how can people get in contact with you if they sure want thing. advice? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, can so, they like hit you up via text and be like, "Hey, is this a good stock to invest in?" Yeah. <laughs> so no. definitely, I-, I expect that. <laughs>
0: Definitely, you'd want to check us out on Young Funds Program or at youngfundsprogram.com. Uh, all our contact information's there. Uh, all our content releases. Uh, if you are looking to do a session, you can hit us up uh, on our email yfp.cs at youngfundsprogram.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, YFP, or sorry, uh, Young Funds Program. We're on um, Instagram at Young Funds Program. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, so you can check us out on all Everywhere. those things. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but I know. I just wanted to say big, 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 big thank you for for you and the team for bringing me on. I mean, I had a lot of fun today. It was a pleasure. Thanks
2: so much for being on the show. All right. So remember, guys, follow the Restless Millennial on Instagram at Tier Millennial, Facebook at Tier Millennial. Keep hustling and most importantly, keep saving as well. Thanks, Travis. All right. Thanks, man. If
1: you guys liked that episode, like always, hit me up on Instagram at Tier Millennial, Facebook at Tier Millennial. Check out the video on YouTube. Let me know your thoughts because this is still a developing thing. I want your guys' feedback. And I really appreciate that. So keep listening to The Restless Millennial. Remember, keep saving and keep hustling.